Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Welcome to the Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a great Monday. Hopefully it'll get a little bit better for you now. Uh, we're back with the latest in sports movies, reviews, hot topics, indie music, the best indie music, and uh, just doing what we do. Um, tonight we welcome a very talented artist. He's no stranger to this show. His name is Awesomeness JL. Um, he did a lot. He had a big year last year, and he's anticipating having an even bigger one this year. So we'll talk with him later on in the show. Um, the hot topics talking about everything from kind of Super Bowl recap. You know, being here in Atlanta, Georgia, we got to see a lot of it. Then uh, there was a lot of things that happened. You know, Twenty One Savage, he was arrested by ICE. Uh, Chris uh, Bow Wow and his uh, ex girlfriend they were arrested for fighting each other. And then did you hear about the governor of Virginia who had the blackface pictures? First he apologized. He said that it was him. Now he doesn't know who it was. All that in Hot Topics, so uh, tune in for all that. Now, I was asked to read about this uh, event that they're having here in Atlanta on February 8th. It's it's about um, black HIV awareness. So HIV, as you know, is a virus that weakens a person's immune system. The virus is contracted through unprotected sex, birthing process, breastfeeding, blood transfusion, and needle sharing. The HIV virus is found in blood, semen, vaginal secretion, and in breast milk. Any person that, that comes in contact with any of those these affected fluids may be at risk. It's important to understand, like cancer, HIV does not discriminate based on race, sex, sexual orientation, or income. As part of the effort to reduce the risk of HIV AIDS among African Americans, as well as the general population in Cobb County and Douglas Counties, uh, Department of Public Health, they have been charged with creating, implementing, exciting an innovative outreach strategy. Now, on February 8th at 7 p.m., CDPH uh, will be hosting a National Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day event. This event will include a discussion panel and will be addressing the truth on HIV AIDS in the black community. Tops will include HIV AIDS impact on life, uh, current treatment, trends, stigma, prevention, control, and PrEP. 
Now CDPH will also offer free rapid HIV testing with results being provided that same day. They're committed to providing the public with tools to improve their sexual health. Again, go to our website, thestevenightshow.com, for more information on this uh, very empowering and important uh, event. Again, it's February 8th. Now, I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestevenightshow.com. Now, I told you we're bringing back Artist Spotlight. Uh, each week, we select an artist to be featured there in this segment, uh, and we play their, feature their latest single or whatever music you provide. If you're interested in being considered, please email us at submissions at thestevenightshow.com and attach your bio, uh, promotional pictures, social media links, anything that helpful for us to explain who you are. Now, tonight in our Artist Spotlight, we have an artist out of Savannah, Georgia. His name is Young Damon, and this is his new single called No Feelings. Check it out when we come back. Hot Topics, right back after this. John Dummy made the beat and I'm gonna kill it. Yeah. I wrote this song for you, girl. Sex like when you gon' cut uh, She gon' treat a nigga like a option She don't give a f*** about me poppin' I'ma be the b- that we boxin' She don't sell no f- like a auction But she gon' still like shit with a cash at uh, Instagram bio is a cash at I think I really like her cause I heard fat Got it like what you wear
Everybody at the city, girls, and tell them I need them on a remix. This is Chike Evans, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. Ms. Parker, how's it going? Hey, happy Monday, guys. How are you? Doing well, doing well. 
How was your weekend? It was uh, Super Bowl weekend here in Atlanta. Did you get into anything? Uh, well, I didn't participate in any of the NFL stuff um, just because I'm not um, really supporting the NFL. A friend of mine had an event for – he's a sport agent, so he had people in town. So he mm-hmm. kind of had – he had a uh, kind of like a welcome thing that I went to for them. Okay. Uh, and then on yesterday – my, a friend of mine had a Super Bowl party, but <laughs> believe it or not, when we got there, the TVs weren't working. Oh wow! Um, he had it up. He had it at his um, at his condo building in the um, in the clubhouse. Uh huh. Like on the thirtieth floor, and then they have a rooftop. So he knew that people were boycotting the Super Bowl party, which I thought was very thoughtful. Right. He had a separate um, thing on the top floor for people who didn't want to watch the game. Nice. And he had. He had um, music, a DJ up there. Um, he had food up there. I thought it was very thoughtful. That is very thoughtful. To include everyone. Exactly. But um, if you didn't watch, the, if you didn't want to watch the game, you didn't have to. So um, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, nice. So we, I, I did that, and then they, they finally got the TV working, so they were able to watch the game in the clubhouse. Okay. Um, so I did that, and then I hung out for a little bit. I paid for it today for sure. Yeah, but, me um, too. I didn't really get involved in all of the – NFL experiences and the big parties that they, they had massive parties. Yeah, that they did. By, mm-hmm. um, by a lot of uh, magazines, uh, GQ, Maxim, all those people had really massive parties, big parties here. But I, I no, I didn't do any of that. Did okay. You? Well, um, on Saturday, um, I went out. One of my friends hit me up. You know, Dennis hit me up to hang out with some of his other friends, and so we went. Um, down in Piedmont Park area, you know, where a lot of people were out, they had stuff going on. We couldn't get into the park because they had, um, the concert part because they had, um, had, you know, too many people. But, um, that was the extent of it. I didn't, I actually was going to watch the game last night. I, I was looking for a place to go watch it, but then I was on Instagram and I was seeing everybody talking about protesting it. And then what really, um, got me, this girl posted a clip of Colin Kaepernick. Um, I guess from the, within the last couple of years, talking about why he chose to protest. And I thought about it. I said, you know what? I'm not going to watch the game. So I did watch the National Anthem on YouTube, and I watched the halftime show because because there had been so much uh, discussion about, you know, should people perform there, shouldn't they? And then uh, I remember it was Megan McCain on The View. She said that, you know, she's going to wait to watch it first before she judges the artist because, you know, she said that someone could come out in a Black Lives Matter shirt. You just don't know. But um, that was the extent of me watching it. And then afterwards, I was invited to this after party. But it was more like a get-together um, gathering. Okay. And I went to that. Okay. But um, And I wore okay. my Colin Kaepernick. But the funny thing was this, my Colin Kaepernick hoodie. The funny thing is this is that I ordered some wings from um, this place around Manitoulin, around the street, around the corner. And, you know, I had my full Colin Kaepernick. And they were all there watching the game. <laughs> I went right up to the front. uh uh, pick up for Steven. <laughs> but then everyone, everyone yeah, was cool, yeah. you know. I um I forgot to wear my my t shirt yesterday, uh-huh. too, and I was like, damn! I saw your your picture. Uh huh. I um, what were you saying that you went to an after party after after the game? Yeah, it was more like a get a get together. It wasn't even a lot of people. It was like maybe six people. But yeah, it was just you yeah, know. Oh, that's why I was going. My train of thoughts. I um went online also after I saw the view and went online and saw. Um, Gladys Knight performance. Yeah. I didn't think it was that great, but, you know, there's certain, you know, with the national anthem, everybody kind of have their own style. Their own style, so, right, and then yeah. I saw, I saw a clip of the girls, um, I forgot their name. Oh, Chloe, yeah. I didn't, 
I didn't see um I didn't see uh, uh Maroon Five. I didn't I didn't, I didn't really care to see their performances. Uh-huh. I heard it wasn't that great. Right. Not that I don't like Maroon Five, but I heard it wasn't that great. Mm-mm. It wasn't Super Bowl worthy to me, but you know. Yeah. 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 So Chica, how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty good. I didn't do anything Super Bowl. Um, not at all. Not in the slightest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did hear that uh, Adam Levine had his nipples out, and there was a big controversy uh, about he him. Had his shirt off. He took his shirt off. Yeah. Janet Jackson. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he took his shirt off, and yeah, they were kind of comparing that um, her, you know, her nip slip to his both his nipples out. You know, being with no shirt. Miss Parker, did you did you think anything about that? Did you, did you think that would been a problem with him taking off his shirt? Well, because I have not, I haven't seen, I haven't seen um, the performance. Uh-huh. But you know what I was thinking about? I was like, it's always been a double standard, anyways. A woman can't walk around with her shirt off, so right? I mean, I could see why um, why there was some. It was a uh, not an uproar, but some people were disturbed about Jenna Jackson. Um, I think what people were more upset was about about was that she had to take the fall by herself. By herself, yeah. Everyone involved had said, you know what, we all made a mistake. Mm-hmm. It was a group that we, were, we performed together. If Justin Timberlake had stood up for her, everybody else stood up for her, I think it would have went over easier with her fans. Right. I think what really upset people is that she took the fall by herself. And it was banned for CBS. Uh, intelligent enough to recognize that obviously a man taking the shirt and a woman taking the shirt off. It, there are two different things, right. especially with our society lenses. But I think it was just how it was handled. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so our question of the day is, uh, what's one household chore you hate the most? Miss Parker, which one? Um, I, I don't like any of them. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think what it is, though, is more of a discipline thing, right? It's like, just like with me, for wor- we're working out. I know that I get up every day and I'm going to work out exactly. at point that day. Uh-huh. My house has to be clean. Like, I'm a very, you know how I am in my place. I'm right. a clean person. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I enjoy doing it, but I just know that it has to be done. So I just get it done. Yeah. Um, I enjoy cooking. So that's one thing that I don't mind. Um, I don't mind washing dishes while I'm cooking. I think maybe maybe folding clothes will be up there. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe do, folding laundry, putting laundry up will be will be up there of all of the dishes. Like my and I hate cleaning the bathroom. That's my thing. <laughs> I cannot stand the thing. The thing you know me, I hate a dirty bathroom. I hate a dirty. When I check into a yeah. hotel, the first thing I do is go look at the bathroom and make sure the shower's clean and all that. But I hate, especially cleaning the t- uh, cleaning the tub in the shower. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> but I can't stand a dirty bathroom, so it gets clean a couple times a week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do. I do uh, have someone come over like once every other month. Oh yeah. Deep cleaning for me, so uh-huh. that helps. Yeah, um, that does. I have to pick it up. Yeah. That's true. That's true. What about you, Chike? I've always disliked the chores outside the home, like outdoor work. I hate raking leaves. I hate uh. cutting grass. I hate all that stuff. Anything mm-hmm. lawn, landscaping, like I can't. Cause I have allergies too, so yeah, it, it, that never works for me. But anything indoors, I'm all for. As a kid, what we I used to have to cut the grass as I got old, old enough to do so. I have a whole concert the whole time, <laughs> hollering, screaming over the uh, motor. <laughs> but yeah, 
Well, tweet us at Steve. Did you guys have to? Um, did you guys have to clean up on Saturday? Yes. No. Let me tell you. I told my parents that they didn't want uh, kids; they want slaves. We had to clean up every day. Like before we went to bed, we had to take out the trash, walk the dog, wash the dishes, clean the bathroom, make sure our rooms were straight, have you know stuff ready for the next day. Oh my god! Every day, people were like, oh, you had to do it every day. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Same. Same here. Same here. We had to. We had to. Uh, do our chores before we went to school. Oh, Saturday was a deep, was a deep cleaning day. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. Well, tweet us at Stephen S. Let us know what chores that you hate the most. All right, hot topics. So you know, again, it was a Super Bowl weekend here in Atlanta, and um, a lot of celebrities, of course, were in town. Twenty One Savage, who you know, he's repped uh, ATL. He's done a lot for the youth here. Um, he's, he says he's from, uh, Atlanta. Well, he was arrested by ICE, um, on Sunday morning. What happened was he was, they had been, ICE had been investigating someone that was part of his crew. They weren't really investigating him. They were investigating someone else. And what happens when they pulled the guy over, whatever he did, it made them want to investigate him. And so he was arrested. He's currently uh, being detained. He's from the UK. His attorney released a statement saying, we're working diligently to get Mr. His real name is, uh, his last name is Abraham Joseph. Mr. Abraham Joseph out of detention while we're working with authorities to clear up any misunderstanding. Mr. Abraham Joseph is a role model to young people in, in the country, especially in Atlanta, Georgia, and is actively working in the community leading programs to help underprivileged youth and uh, financial literacy. Now, a lot of people... Um, find it interesting because he was arrested back in 2014. Why I didn't show up then that he, uh, you know, why I, that didn't trigger ice then, because it, apparently if you get a felony, a lot of times you are uh, sent back to your own, you know, to where you're originally from. Um, and then people said that they point out that he was just rapping on, um, Jimmy Fallon when he was performing a song called a lot. And he was talking about ice then. And so they kind of wonder, you know, you know, the conspiracy theorists wondering, Hmm. What are your thoughts? You know, well, I feel bad for him. Yeah. Because let's say he, if somebody, I read somewhere that he was here since 2005. Yeah, he was 13. Yep. Uh huh. He was 13. He was 13 when he got here. What happened was his paperwork was supposed to be updated. He came here legally, but his um didn't update his paperwork. I think like 2000. I forgot what year, but he didn't update the paperwork. That's why he's here. Yeah, so he came in as a child, and right. his memory as a person is here. So mm-hmm. if he came out from Atlanta, I don't think he meant. I don't think he meant any harm by that. I think sometimes having to explain and go through your whole childhood experiences is too much. You just like, okay, well, this is what it is, right? Right. So I kind of feel bad for him. The jokes and everything. I, you know, I, at first I was like, what? And you know, it was, it was funny a little bit. I was like, but it's really not funny. It's somebody's life. And you can't have him hold him responsible, you know, when he came here as a child, not having the right paperwork. And then I just, I don't know. I just think it's complicated. Yeah, yeah. But I think also him knowing that he didn't have the right paperwork, he should have been a little bit more mindful about talking about ice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's the last um, thing we'll discuss. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I just hope he gets it straightened out and. If he's doing good for the community, like I don't know much about him, but I do know that he has done a lot for, you know, South, I think Southwest and Southeast Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's doing good, you know. 
according to Trump and his folks, they want to deport people who are murderers and stuff. Right, rapists and murderers. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, so if he's feeling good for the community, I think there should there should be a way um, that he you know that he should stay. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Chica? Uh, I would want to say that all of this probably came about because of money. And being as though he was here so young and he was legal when he came, um, as he matured and he became famous and he started making more money, with his legalities not being the same, that means his paperwork wasn't correct and him earning wages wasn't reported properly because his paperwork wasn't, wasn't right. So they probably came on to him or hot on him because of that. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the only reason that they're on him is because they want their money. The government wants their cut. They always want their cut. And they will do whatever they have to do to get their cut. He's a millionaire now. So yeah. they definitely want a piece that's of that. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, Demi Lovato, uh, you know, like Ms. Parker said, there are a lot of memes and jokes going around after he got caught because everyone was shocked he was from the U.K. And so Demi Lovato tweeted, uh, so far 21 Savage memes have been my favorite part of the, of the Super Bowl. Well, that, of course, pissed off black Twitter. Wale uh, commented, he said, why is someone's freedom funny? I don't get the joke. He said, a lot of people were sending you, sending, you, right. sending you loving, light, and prayers, etc. when you were making, and you're making jokes um, about, oh, that, uh, when people were making jokes about you during your rough time, a lot of people um, were just looking out for you. Bless up. And other people came to um, came to his defense. They didn't like what it looked in Bovada. And so she said, that's why I never tweet again and all this stuff. Um. Yeah, I think celebrities need to really be more mindful what they're putting out there. What they're, you know, what I mean, because you have so many people mm-hmm. following you, and you know, people online especially love to break break you down the minute you slip. That's true. Yeah. But my thing is, so he is right though. You know, right. when she was going through her stuff, I thought that is a positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get you better. Know, the negative things come from from our community. People were just like, you know, they want to be better, and they hope you got it together. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Maybe she was drunk tweeting. Hopefully not. <laughs> all right, well, uh, Liam uh, Nelson, he's actor. We all know him. Um, anyway, so he's he's uh, on press, on a press tour, uh, promoting his upcoming film, Cold Pursuit. And um, one thing about a lot of his characters is all about someone getting revenge, you know, doing a, uh, you know, a deed right that was done wrong. So... He was asked about that, and he said, there's something primal, God forgive, you ever have a family member who's um, hurt under criminal conditions. So pretty much, someone in his family was raped, and so he had asked um, asked her, you know, well, who did it? And she didn't know who it was. Well, was the person uh, black, white, what? And um, he was a black man. And so he said for about a month, or about a week, I'm sorry, he... Uh, would roam the streets at night with a uh, crowbar, um, roam the streets looking for a black man to, that would try to attack him so he could kill him. And he said that, you know, he feels horrible about it now, but that was just his reaction to hearing a loved one being raped by a black man. Um, he referred to, when he was saying he would roam the streets, he referred to, he did quotes, black bastard that um, that he could kill pretty much. And, they asked him, does he think that do, do think his movies and his characters, do they promote violence or cause people to want to be violent? He says, no, he sees them more as a, you know, when you're watching a story or reading a book, um, you know, you feel for the character. So that kind of gives you a little release, although you wouldn't go do it yourself. 
What are your thoughts about his comments? You know what? It broke my heart because Liam Neeson is one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking forward to going to see his new movie. I, I pretty much like love Taken. Yeah. Taken 1. Yeah. Like one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I just always thought, you know, from what I've read about him and the interviews he's done before and uh, his wife dying in that ski accident, I've, I've had a soft, you know, like a soft spot in my heart for him because of that. Right. I I was just I read this morning I just I, I read like three times I was like I could not believe he said that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that I read somewhere with my saying that's what white privilege does. It doesn't give you an insight to know that that's inappropriate. Yeah. That's not okay to say. That's not okay for him to to be going to say that he went around looking for any black person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just I don't, it was it was it was disturbing in a lot of levels. Like I'm still trying to process it. Um. I don't know why he decided to share that. Um, I don't. It, 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 it baffles me. I, I have no. I don't. I don't know how to go. Like, I got to know how to move forward from that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, was it from a point of view where he's grown from that? Was that supposed to be the purpose of it? That's well, he was, what he said. He said he know that that was wrong. Right. Yeah. But I'm I'm with Miss Parker on why would you even tell that story? I mean, even if if that did happen, you know what I mean? Obviously, you know that's not something how you feel today. You know, but why would you go tell that story? I don't know, know what the, he was the, trying to the get The only from thing it. that I can think of, only thing I can think of is that he was trying to fit into the narrative of today some type of way, like trying to be well, current. And he, and he, he is, said that he knew that was, he knew that was disturbing to say. Yeah. Like, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud yep. or recorded. Yeah. He did say that. I mean, he is promoting a movie. Yeah, but I mean, that's going to, I would think that would turn some people away. I guess not. Would it though? Like, look, look at look at the president. Really, would it? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with more hot topics right back after this. Your head out. You got some nerve to be looking so 
Welcome back to the show. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestevenetshow.com, where we recently got a facelift. We have more content up there. We have previous shows, more information about us as the uh, co-host, and uh, just keep up with what we have going on. All right, well, uh, Jesse Smollett, we all know last week he was attacked in Chicago. Um, supposedly, reportedly, um, he had gone to Subway at 2 a.m. because he was hungry, and two masked men um, started uh, screaming racial slurs and homophobic slurs towards him, and they attacked him. Um, a lot of a lot of what was reported happened to him that night because what they did was apparently they beat him up, um, they poured bleach on him, and they put a noose around his neck. And so there was a lot of, you know, of course, um, false information out there. And a lot of people are starting to question did this really even happen because although we saw his face, um, people that thought the storyline that, you know, his recount of what happened didn't add up. Although the news did release um, a blurry images of two men that were walking the street around the time he was that night. So that anyway, so he uh, made his first uh, public appearance in West Hollywood on Saturday and he, you know, pretty much told his story. He said, and he knows his attorney's not going to like that. But he said that he did not, they did not break his ribs. They said, but they did bruise him. Um, they said that he did, because there was reports that he went home um, with the noose around his neck. When the police got the noose was on his neck, it wasn't. He took the noose off, but he had it with him to show the police. And Frank Gatson took him to uh, the hospital where he didn't, spend the night there, but he went there to get checked out. But he said, um, the most beautiful thing I can say is keep it simple to keep it simple and say, thank you. And I'm okay. Um, I'm not fully healed yet, but I'm going to, and I'm going to stand strong with you. I had to be here tonight. I can't let those MFers win. He also said, um, he referred, he said that he did fight back. He did, did fight back when they were attacking him. He said he called him, referred himself as the gay Tupac. Um, he one more thing he said. He said, "Okay, so um, so I will always stand for love. I will never stand for anything other than that, regardless of what anyone else says. I will only stand for love and hope that you will stand with me." What were your thoughts? Um, you know, I I, I don't know if the whole story is being told, but I think what should matter is that he's okay. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we should just let it work itself out because a lot of those details are none of our business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if the police find that he's somehow committed a criminal act by lying, that's that's something he's going to have to deal with. Right. But I think I think if he is telling the truth, and a lot of it is the truth, it's hurtful for you to say, I've been victimized, victimized and no one believes you. Exactly. That's hurtful. That's I agree. saying I've been raped, no one believes you. you yeah, know? yeah. So, yeah, do I... Do I I some of the details. Yeah, but it's really none of my business. Right. Um, that's between the police and him and his and his camp, and they'll figure it out. So in the meantime, I'm just going to hold my peace and allow them to do their job because it, no matter what happened, he was a victim of some crime, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't harm himself. Um, so I think victim shaming, you know, the same thing with the girls that with R. Kelly, I just, I just think we need to stop doing that and just allow people to just say, this happened to me. Here is my story. And then, you know, if it turns out to be different from what it is, we'll figure that out too. But right. at first, people need to be believed when they're victimized. 
And I he agree. was a victim of some crime. Yeah, I agree. Chica? I wholeheartedly uh, agree with what Ms. Parker said, but I'm going to add this. I just hope that, I hope and pray that this will be an isolated situation because I've noticed in our society now things tend to trend. And I'm hoping that this is isolated and this is the last of that. This doesn't, like, continue on to another person and then another person and another person because that's been the trend, like, in the past four years. This is what's been going on. What do you mean? So I'm hoping. Meaning that these type of hate crimes don't start happening, you Mm -hmm. know, more frequently. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing I I was happy about when this first – came out, the story came out that how much support he got from just people all over different walks of life, politicians, celebrities, you know, everyday people just sending love his way. Um, but I do don't like, like Ms. Parker said, that we are so quick to think someone's lying because a lot of times when we get the story, a lot of it's wrong. So like he was saying, a lot of it was wrong. Like I remember one of my friends was saying, well, why would he, my brother even called me up. Why would he have a noose on, keep the noose around his neck? You know, which he did. You know what I mean? But those are the stories that people came up with and that was being reported, um, all these different accounts. So I'm glad he's able to tell his story and again, let the legal system work itself out. And, uh, and again, you know, love and light his way. All right. So over the weekend again, you know, here in Atlanta, Super Bowl, uh, Bow Wow and his ex-girlfriend, Kayomi, Kayomi, her real name is Leslie Holden. Um, they were both arrested. Uh, you know, they got in a fight and they were arrested in, at 4 a.m. Uh, one morning. And so the mugshots, of course, hit the net and everyone had a field day because they were saying how badly Bow Wow's face looked compared to hers. Well, his attorney uh, released a statement pretty much saying that uh, he was wrongfully arrested and that um, Kamoni was was highly intoxicated, that she hit him with a lamp, bit him on his side, and spit on him while he was continually making efforts to avoid her. And the police, he suffered um, multiple injuries, and while the police got there, you know, there were two people that could attest to what was said, but they both were arrested. And uh, he said, you can look at her mugshot and see that he never hit her, because that's what she's claiming that he hit that she, he hit her. Did you see the mug shots? What do you think? Do you think he did it? What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't know if he hit, if they hit each other or not or what the situation was, but I'm not for physical abuse going either way. Right. You know, if she was the aggressor, then she needs to be held accountable just as if he would have been if he was the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think women need to be mindful of that whole Think that they can hit a man because because they're women. Right. No yep. one deserves to be physically abused. Nope. Um, I don't find it funny. I think it's toxic. I think obviously this is a, another case of a toxic relationship that needs to end. But I'm not I'm not entertained by it. No, I think it's wrong either way. So I'm hoping that they you know that they can see that this is not a relationship that's healthy and that they need to go their separate ways. I agree. Chica. Yeah, I saw the mug shots, and like the meme said, uh, Bow Wow looked like he got attacked by Wolverine. He yeah, bad. Yeah, one um, said one said he got he went to jail for getting beat up by a girl. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> well, it's not funny. It's but not. yeah. And and I think the narrative needs to change because you know when you're raised and I agree. grandma and mom always say, Don't put your hands on a girl. Don't hit a woman. Well, Never back. put your hands on a woman. How about no one hits no one? No right. one puts their hands on anyone. Yeah. Just stop hitting. I agree. I agree, yeah. Um the pictures we're kinda of telling but again we don't know the story, but I hope that if he didn't hit her, then that's then that uh is put out there because if you're considered a woman abuser, that's that obviously is a negative uh you know, negative representation representation of you. So I hope the truth comes out and but apparently they had just gone to counseling a few weeks ago, couples counseling. Um so yeah. Well, at this point, it should be over. It you go into counseling, it didn't take. It's mm-hmm. over. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, our last uh, story, I'm kind of embarrassed by this because it's from my home state of Virginia. Democratic Governor Ralph North- Northam. Uh, so apparently a picture came out from his yearbook. It was his page, and they said that the students submitted what pictures they wanted on their page. It was submitted, uh, CNN contacted his, this was when he was 25 years old, graduating from medical school. So it was that yearbook. And they, the students, they submitted their pictures. The, the pictures were held um, secretly until it was posted. So there's a picture on his page of him. Well, there's a picture of two guys. One's dressed in um, a Klan's, Ku Klux Klan outfit. The other one is wearing blackface. When the pictures first came out, he apologized for his past and he said he's going to do his best to uh, gain the trust of the people again. This is Friday. Gain the trust of people again. This is not who he is. And, you know, he apologized for the foolish things he did when he was young. But his career has shown that he has done a lot of things for low income, minority um, environments. He, uh, You know, Virginia had had a very racial uh, police judicial system and he allowed them to you know if you get a felony you can't vote but he overturned that in the state of Virginia uh, so that people who were arrested falsely arrested could have their that right back so he was showing that his his uh, track record doesn't show that he's racist well Saturday comes out um, oh no after he released a statement he put out a video on Twitter apologizing once again um, for the blackface and um, whatever. So Saturday comes out, he holds a press conference. And in the press conference, he said he wasn't in the picture. And um, he said that he did wear blackface one time that year, but he was uh, dressed up as Michael Jackson for a dance contest and because he had learned how to moonwalk. And he put just a little... A bit of uh, shoe polish on, on his cheeks. Um, he said the reason why he didn't put it on his whole face because if you've ever done that, you know how hard it is to get uh, shoe polish off your face. So that means to say that you obviously do this. <laughs> you've done this more than once. It, and so they asked him. Um, he said that the reason why he was in the dance contest because he had learned how to moonwalk really well. The reporter asked him, "Do you still know how to moonwalk?" This fool starts looking around for a space to do it, and his wife tells him that's inappropriate. He said, oh, I can't do it. My wife said, I can't do it. So people are asking him to step down. President Barack Obama, Cory Booker, you know, a lot of uh, people in his home state, they're asking him to step down. He doesn't want to step down because uh, he says 
it'll go down in history that he was he stepped down because he was a racist and he didn't want that on his name. What are your thoughts? I'm so confused by the story. So why did he say it was him the first time? Exactly. He said it was him the first. He yeah. said it was. He apologized twice for it. One through a statement. One on a video. And then the next day he had a press conference saying he wasn't e- either one of them. So, can anyone ask him to explain that? That's what he was trying to do. But no, his story doesn't add up. And so they want him to step yeah, down. It, just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I think it would have been better off if he said, hey, here's my track record of what I've done. First, apologize for it. Exactly. I had, when I was young, I made some decisions based on my racist up. You know, race environment or sensitively in, uh, culturally insensitive environment, whatever word he wanted to use. Right. Apologize and acknowledge it first. Secondly, lay out how you have changed mm-hmm. and why you deserve to stay in office. And then let it go. Exactly. But you're doing too much. So, at this too many point, missteps. beyond repair. Yeah. He needs to step down and just, because, because I think he could have gotten out of it. And, and even me as a reasonable person, say, okay, well, he admitted his fault and he cleared it up. But no, this is this story going back and forth and it's too confusing and nothing makes sense. So he, something's going on. Right. Chica? Yeah, he needs to go bye-bye. Yeah. I agree. He, he could have saved it with, by just the, his first day apologizing. He apologized via statement. Then he made a video where he looked at the people and you know, apologize once again, and he understands the history of blackface and racism in this country, and you know his track record showing who he is today. I think he would be fine. And 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 his, and his nickname was Mister Coonman. Yeah, yep, yep. He doesn't know how that he got that nickname though. He says, but oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So, so. Mister what? Coonman. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Well. He needs to step down. Virginia, you got to do better. <laughs> Ms. Parker, Chike, thank you so much for Hot Topics. Oh, wait a minute. Before we leave, can I just say um, my condolences to uh, oh, the yes. John family? Yes. Uh, uh, a cyber buddy of mine, a well-known actor uh, from Young and the Restless, uh, Christoph St. John, passed away at the age of 52. Yes. Uh, he was very inspirational. The brother used to tweet me and give me advice, and mm-hmm. we were working on actually last year trying to get him on the show, but uh, scheduling didn't work out. You know, rest in peace. God bless rest in peace. peace. Yeah, apparently his son committed his son has schizophrenia and committed suicide uh, years mm-hmm. back, and they said he never really recovered from that. But um, that is yeah. hor- horribly sad. It's very sad. Yeah. Rest in peace and condolences to his family. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. Well, thank us again. Ms. Parker, have a great week. All right, you guys have a great week. Okay. Right back, a- right back after this. Excuse me, bartender. My next set starts in about five minutes or so, uh, uh, Can I get a Hennessy and Coke? Of the bars where I'm sitting in the good.
get in the coat, cause what I'm sipping on. While I'm checking my watch for the time, I'm looking over from my shoulder, call my island, I'm like, God damn, the man is looking so fine, make it, make it, need me, shake my, 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 check Practice my game. I had to check my own reflection, making sure shit is tamed. I had my good shoes on and my hair with tight. Should I approach this young man here? Skipping beep to the brother I see. Walking past the flash to ask to check if he noticed me. Then back it up, rewind again. Then I sit down and grab his hand so I can lay down my plan to this hit him. Then I said, What up, sure, let me ask you. Just to get a moment of your time. What up, sure, let me ask you. It seems like you know just what I like. Down to your features picture Me over you and you all over me, Shawnee But if you got a lady, tell her straight Cause I just ain't the type of chick to eat a leftover plate But if not, everything is everything and you'll see And don't you worry about the thing of the drink is on me So what up, come on, Shawnee, let me holler at you Now tell me, can I be if you with me? Oh, Shawnee, let me holler at you That's the way I'm trying to make it be
Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Our guest tonight is no stranger to the show. Last year, he was a very, very busy man with a very busy year, including the release of his debut self-titled album. Please have the welcome back the very talented, awesome Miss JL. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me, bro. I appreciate it. I mean, listen, before we get into the, the wild year you had last year, for those who don't know much about you, I don't know where they've been. <laughs> Tell us about your background and kind of how you got to where you are today. All right. Um, well, for all of those that don't know, I'm Austin JL. Um, I am a music artist, and I create music. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so pretty much, just to give everybody a background on what's what's going on with me is um, pretty much like coming up. I was uh, aspiring to be an artist. Right. Um, I, I was inspired from like a fellow classmate that was like very much into hip hop culture. So from there, I kind of um, drew an interest. Once I drew that interest, like the rest was history. So it went from there to me actually going outside of just us being at school, freestyling and stuff like that. To me, actually, um, after I graduated, 
uh, from high school. After I graduated from high school, I actually went into actually wanting to pursue an actual career. Right. So from there, I uh, ended up joining a couple of rap groups. So I joined those rap groups and kind of went here and there with, with those guys. Um, went, it was a couple of rap groups I was in, but I ended up reaching like a peak in my career with one particular rap group. And um, we ended up getting a deal, and uh, the deal ended up going sour. But I'm very appreciative of the experience and everything that happened. Exactly. So from there, that's how I became awesome as JL. Um, I became awesome as JL pretty much from like a, assessing my past situation with all the groups, and I just said, "Oh well, I'm gonna take my whole career in my own hands." Yeah, so, you definitely um, done that. You've definitely done that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Um, much of it really came from me being in a group, being in dealing with groups for, for for so long that I pretty much came to the conclusion like, okay, so I got to do all this myself. Right. So I'm like, well, that means I got to learn how to make the beats. I got to learn how to make the cover art. Well, I got to learn how to do the videos. I got to learn everything. So that's pretty much what inspired me to create all these different avenues to um to display my craft. Most definitely. Display my art. Most definitely. And when once you became a solo artist, your own entity, uh, what was the difference as opposed to relying on group members and other people to do it? What was the big difference and maybe even the biggest challenge doing it all on your own? Well, um, the biggest difference is that the biggest difference is you have to lead. Like, okay, so, like, as far as being in a group, it's always this kind of thing going on. Uh, it's kind of based on your chemistry with each other. Right. So it it could it could be interchangeable roles. Mm-hmm. Like, say you're in a group, one person can be the leader one day, and then the next person can be the leader the next day. Well, when you, when you don't have a group, then you have to lead. 24-7 exactly. at all times. Yep. 365 out the year. You got to make every decision clear-cut and, and be as decisive as possible. So, and that and that to me is all pro. <laughs> no, it is. It's all pro. Yeah, yeah. So when when you become, you know, like you said, your solo artist, you know, some people get burnt out, you know, they get lazy. What is it that motivates you because I'm going to run down everything, a lot of what you did last year. But but what motivates you to keep it going, to keep it, to, to keep grinding, to keep pushing it out? Well, first and foremost, I just want to say I give all glory to God. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a very spiritual person. Um, and I felt, and I feel that it's my responsibility to lead not only the youth but older people. Um, but older the wise and the older as well mm-hmm. um through through being an example through christ yeah um th- that's one of the biggest keys to me pushing forward and persevering in my career um and is this to be an inspiration like right. believe it or not it's really it's really that simple um for me growing up the one person that did that for me uh besides my parents because my parents and my my parents and my grandparents were very instrumental, yes, and very key 
in establishing that foundation for me to be inspired, uh, first and foremost. But also, as far as artists, Jay-Z was one of the first people that did that for me. Most um, definitely. He, yeah, so he inspired me as an artist and kind of gave me that spark to want to be an artist. And, like, going forward, it just, everything just kind of locked into place, and then it kind of, it's like I just seen a vision and got tunnel vision, and I've been going ever since. I hear so, that. Yep, I definitely hear so that. It, it's a it's a couple keys. It's definitely a couple keys, but just to bring it back, um, my parents, my parents were a solid foundation for that. And like I said, God first, keeping God first, and um, making sure I'm doing this for the right reason, doing this with a purpose to inspire other people. Most definitely. Most life. definitely, most definitely. So let's talk about some of the things that you accomplished last year. You released seven, 17 songs with no features. Mm-hmm. You you launched a Yell Air Sound record label and production company. Mm-hmm. You dropped six music vi- videos and visuals, performed at the Culture Fest in Augusta, Georgia, and then you have Yell Air Shop. You're not tired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and you released your album, your uh, debut album, uh, Awesome as JL, which is named after you. I mean, tell us about that year. Tell us about you know all those accomplishments and getting all that out, getting it all out there. Oh man, like last year was definitely like a, it was like a blur. It's like did you know the year was gonna start? Did you when you in January of 2018 was all this already like this is what I'm doing, or did it kind of just come as it came? Um, it kind of came as it came. Okay, it was so weird. So you, so I'm gonna make this very relatable. So it's like, you know how, like, you know how everybody is at New Year's, like, right. oh, I got these new, new Year's, Year's resolutions. resolutions, exactly. Yeah, I want to stick to this, you know, and I kind of want to go to the gym and stuff like that. So this New Year's for me was way different. Okay. It was like, yeah, we went out and celebrated, but that day after, like, I woke up with like this crazy spirit like none other like so like i woke up and i was like man something's different like something's different like i could feel that this year is going to be different Mm -hmm. so it's like it started from there and the inspiration like just snowballed yeah yeah it it went from okay i'm celebrating new year's to the next day i think i think um like a like a month later I actually went on vacation. I actually okay. went on vacation. So I went on vacation to Destin. I think it was, so Destin, Florida. So I went on vacation to Destin, Florida, and it started there. Like, okay. I got inspired by the beach yeah. and everything. And that's when I shot my first video for, well, not my first video. It was actually my, I think my third video. Okay. But I ended up shooting the first video of that year. Um, when I went to the beach and I was inspired just by everything. And I was just like, man, I'm going to shoot this video. Mm-hmm. So I, I had my camera. It happened. So I brought my camera and I set up my tripod and I started recording a video. Wow. Everybody was just looking like, what is he doing? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm recording a video. Like, <laughs> right. So it was, it just like, it was just, I don't know. It's just, like I said, the only thing I can say is God. Like, right. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I give God the glory. So, that's that's pretty much like how it happened. Like I can't explain any further than that. It's just like I got this wind of inspiration to just do, 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 and get it done. 
And did you um, did you feel like as one as you accomplished one thing, you got more motivated to accomplish something else? Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yep, exactly. It was a snowball. Like yeah, snowball effect. Snowball. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It it goes from Oh, I'm gonna shoot this video, and then when you shoot the video, oh, I'm gonna edit the video. Uh-huh. Then when it, oh, I'm done editing the video, I put it out. Oh, people love it. Oh man, well, I'm doing this next song. Right. <laughs> I go to the next song, and then when I do song, people hear the song, they contact me. Oh, I would like to work with you, mm-hmm. and then that motivates me to shoot the video for the next song, and so forth and so on. Like it's it's just like mind blowing. That's how it is. Did you feel like that you were prepared for that for last year because you had already learned how to make your own beats? You had already learned how to do your visuals. You had already learned, you know, the skills you needed to make it happen. And then last year was your year to like, okay, this is what I do. Is that how you felt? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. It was. It was a build up. Yep. To last year, mm-hmm. like in mm-hmm. in. And God said, oh, well, this is what you've been working for the whole time. Are you ready? Because here here it goes. Right. This is what's about to happen. Are you ready? So Are you ready? That, yep. <laughs> exactly. So all the way up until 2018, it was all about prep. prep right. Prep, exactly. Yeah. Preparation. That's a good lesson to people listening tonight because they can, you may not get right there what you're working towards, but once you're ready, once the time is right. There it goes, and that's a good example of the year you had last year. Now, in the summer last year, you released your debut album, Awesome as JL. How was like getting that out, and what was the response? Tell us about that. Um, it was great. It felt great to get it out. Yeah. Um, mainly because I I really pride myself on being an album artist. Mm Hmm. Being that artist, and I know I feel like I feel like it's becoming a lost art in a sense. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a, a bunch of singles. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, a bunch of singles. So I really pride myself in doing that. So, like, with that being said, it really took me. I, I pretty much felt like I've been working my whole life towards making that album. Exactly. Awesome as hell was like, it was pretty much like, oh, here I am. I'm out in the world as an artist. Like, here I go. So, yeah, that album definitely meant a lot to me, and the response was amazing. It was tremendous. That's dope. Yeah. Um, People people loved it. People were inspired. All kinds of people reached out to me. And that, and you know, that's all you could possibly want. That's you want. Exactly. Once you put it out there, that's that, the reception of it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Exactly. So I got everything I wanted and more from that album. So that's, that's I'm definitely, awesome. I'm definitely proud of the body of work I created with mm-hmm. that project, and I definitely urge people to go check that out. Awesome Jail is now available everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then in the fall, you decided because you weren't tired yet. You decided to come out with. <laughs> you want time yet? You decided to come out with Awesome Friday. Tell us about Awesome Friday. Okay, so um, Awesome Friday um, was pretty much conceived with me just really thinking about it the other way around. So, like I said, I pride my I pride myself in being an album artist, right? Right. So I said, okay, well let's 
do it the other way. Let's reverse everything. Okay, since I pride myself on being an album artist, now I want to put out singles because mm. I know that that's something I pride myself on making albums. I started to feel like, well, you know, it's kind of selfish is me it, for me as an artist to really worry about and focus on what I like. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so about my creativity. So I said, okay, well, the statistics and analytics say people love when I release music. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, let me release music more often. And that's when I came up with Awesome Friday. So with with that, the response has been tremendous as well. Even I would say even better than the debut album because – the analytics were trending and letting me know that people were looking forward They're to waiting for that music every Friday. Exactly. Yeah. And then creating an album, it takes a lot longer than doing singles. So which, essentially what you did was each Friday, you released a brand new single each Friday for your fans to listen to. I think that was a dope concept. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yep. So, so creating so much, so much music, um, what is your creative process? I know a lot of artists have different things they do. What is it that you do that... that helps you create the sound that you're looking for? Um, that's a great question. That's definitely a great question. Um, I'm really, I've always been the type of guy that kind of, honestly, like I would create my production. I would create my production first because I'm a producer. Mm -hmm. So I would create the production first and then kind of fill it out. And I would produce it to the point to where I actually feel something. Okay. Um, that's definitely a key in my process. I would produce until I felt something as far as like I will feel inspired or propelled to say something, um, something significant with significance of impact. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so I would do that and produce the beat to that point, and then I would stop. And then I would press record and step to the mic and say whatever I felt propelled to say. Um, and that's honestly and truly my message. Um, so so pretty much when you're creating the track, you already have in your idea kind of, okay, this is what I want to do with this song. This is this is how I want to take it. Um, not necessarily. Honestly, okay. I okay. Okay. It, it, really, it, really, it really depends, but I'm always going off of the beat because... Mm. The reason why I can do that and make such an impact with my music is because I put my heart and soul into that right. beat to that man. Yeah, yeah. So, so that really um, dictates, it really dictates how I'm feeling when I step to the mic and say something. So it's levels. Like, it's very, it's, it's, it's in-depth, very in-depth when I step up to the mic and say what I feel. Um, because I don't, I definitely want to make sure I'm saying it's clear because I feel like what's misconstrued is these days artists do do that. Right. But the difference with my process is that I actually produce the whole beat. Exactly. Track. Yeah. 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 So I can extract a lot more soul out of my music than the average rapper does or the, or I just say the average rapper does mm -hmm. when he steps to the booth when they get a track and as opposed to creating it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, Yellow Air uh, Sound Record Label and Production Company, 
What's next for your label? Um, what's next for my label? Mm -hmm. Um, what's next is Awesome Fridays. So Awesome Fridays. You keeping it going? Good, good. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep that going. We're definitely gonna keep that going. I got an insane number in my head that I want to be on by the end of the year. Like (laughs) people are gonna be like, "What is he still going?" So yeah, that's. Yeah, so that's that's definitely big for me. Um, also, we are gearing up for world tour. We don't have awesome. any dates. Awesome. We don't have any dates yet, but that's what we're working towards. World okay. tour, awesome Friday. You can definitely expect more videos from Yell Air Sound. Um, more videos. Yep, that's about it. Well, I know, more work. Well, I know if twenty uh, nineteen is anything like twenty eighteen, you'll be on tour before we know it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And, so, and also, I wanted to also say merchandise. Merchandise, merchandise. yes. Yes. And, and I actually just recently released the uh, championship hoodie, uh, championship merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually um, all inspired by the song championship, which we're going to get on over to you guys, get that on over to you guys so y'all can. Yeah, championship and, and something. Like Most definitely, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, yep, Merch, merchandise, definitely. And new music tomorrow or new music Friday. Is that Ethernet, the song coming out tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Ethernet. T- tell us about that. Um. Oh, well, I'm sorry about that. Ethernet is not the song coming out tomorrow. But okay. Ethernet is out. So people can go ahead and check that out. Okay. But, um, but Ethernet is a great song to talk about because, um, so. Pretty much how I came up with the concept for Ethernet is pretty much the same process. So, like, the same process I told you about, how I record my music. Exactly. Um, the process was, it was still the same, but this was just a different topic. So, um, when I made the production, I stepped to the to the um, microphone and I said what I said. And afterwards, I was like, oh, man, this is crazy. So, Ethernet is pretty much like a song dedicated to the to the youth of now, like as far as a lot, you have a lot of kids like trolling, like doing yeah, a it's lot true, of trolling, very much so trolling to get on to to get into the rap game and to get signed and all this other stuff going on. And pretty much Ethernet is about what happens as a result, the result mm. of doing all of this trolling and memeing and all of this these negative behaviors to get to where you're going and what happens as a result, as opposed to my path and what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. Definitely have a lot going on, which is great. That's always a great thing. Tell everyone the best way to keep up with all that you have going on. Awesome Fridays, the tour, new music. Where can we keep up with everything? All right. Um, you guys could definitely check me out on yellair.com. Yellair.com will have everything you need there. But as far as social media, all my handle, all my social media media handles are at Awesome is JL. So that's Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything is at Awesome is JL. Well, man, listen, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show tonight and bless us with your inspiring words i think anyone whether you're artist or not can be inspired by your story again the uh album awesome jl is available everywhere where music is sold 
Continue success to you, and thank you for everything. All right. Thank you so much for having me. I definitely appreciate it. And I definitely want to give a big shout-out to Stephen Knight Show because you guys are definitely – you guys are the first radio station to give me airplay. Oh, wow. So definitely appreciative of, of that. So thanks thanks for having me. Just don't forget us when you uh, you know – in the big, big leagues. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't forget about y'all. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And, again, for more information, you can go to our website, thestevenightshow.com. We'll be right back after this. Ever since I seen Michael Jordan win his first ring, I said to myself, Gotta give me one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. Try 10 summers, why I wonder. Going to the top and then they ask when you on them. Go to the top and when you go, you a goner. You ain't coming back, you can ask my mama. I ain't coming back, you can ask the summer. Matter of fact, you can ask the spring or winter too. I've been working too damn long, how about you? I put in too many hours, man, it's overdue, true Think I need a ring now I think that that's the thing now Think I need a championship Think I need a championship Think I need a ring now Got me feeling like a king now Think I need a championship Think I need a championship Going hard every day I think I need a ring, I think I need the carrots I think I need more carrots, think I need a salad I think I need more hunger, think I am a savage What more do you need when you got a team? And you need that ring, and y'all got a dream And y'all need that green, so you show the lean And your balance clean, like you on a bed
coming out. I overcame all the drama now. I'm going strong on my bounce back. My setback got me on track. Now every day it's a new task. Face my fears covered up underneath the mask. I had to ease my mind from the crazy shit. Adjusted for the perfect fit. Scars from my past, but surrounded with the counterfeit. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can't you see? All I need, all I need is me. Let me catch the grips. Control my attitude, let me lock my lips. And when they pop the clips, I push the anchor down, then I rock the ship. Yo, I've been smoking steady, tripping, get the sipping. Told them, listen, they ain't ready for the petty. When I dodge it, I stay ready. Fatal humble, keep it heavy, stay low key. Call me shady, I ain't with it, I ain't with it. Tell them critics, I ain't with it. It was kind of hard for me to see. Dreaded pain, turn to misery. Lack of love in the families. Jealousy from my enemies. I had to keep it going. Shoulder weight maxed out, keep it flowing. Uh. Then I rise above it. Bragging rights, longer nights, I put nothing for it. Chup, chup. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can you see? All I need, all I need is me. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can you see? All I need, all I need is me. Yeah. All I need, all I need is. Uh. Yo. Uh. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Uh. Stephen that show Adam how's it going it's going well Stephen how are you guys cannot complain cannot complain you have a good weekend uh yeah you know the weather was finally nice yeah. so uh and by that I mean it was like in the 50s instead of uh in the, te- the teens right so exactly it was, it, was, it was good here so yeah yeah just enjoyed enjoyed it while I could um how about you I know uh, you were in town for the game so I was, was it madness it was madness, but it was, I wasn't really out there that much. I, I did go out Saturday, um, but it was beautiful weather. Um, I had a short sleeve shirt on Saturday until it got night. You know, that's when it got a little chilly. But it was great weather. Um, so yeah, it was good. It was a good weekend here in Atlanta. Oh, good. 
right. Well, I will let you two take it away with uh, with movie views. Sure thing. So I'll kick us off, and I went to go see. First of all, this has been actually a very slow week for the box office. Uh, I assume everyone is either enjoying the nice weather or the game because uh, no movie broke ten million, um, which, in box office terms, is, is a pretty bad, uh, pretty bad weekend. But um, it's just because again we're in the Oscar slump before everything. Um, comes out that people want to see. But I did go see On the Basis of Sex, which came out a few weeks ago, and this follows the story of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the Supreme Court Justice now, and her first um, starting, it's actually it's a snippet of her life, so it starts with her in Harvard Law School during her first year, and it gives a little bit of her history and her husband and how she had to, you know, help her sick husband and raise her pension and go to law school at the same time, all the way to the point where she's trying to become a lawyer at New York firms, which she was denied, and she ended up teaching at Rutgers as a law professor. This all leads to uh, a series of events which start with her to argue a case of on the California court on a discrimination on the basis of sex uh, situation. And the important thing about this case was it was actually because they've tried, she's tried in other cases of discrimination against women for various, uh, you know, everything that you can think of to this was actually the court case discriminating against a man for being a caretaker to his mother and thought he was doing uh, a tax cheat. So with the tables turned, it kind of gave her a little bit of an angle to see if she can actually win this case and break down years of precedent against uh, discrimination on the basis of sex. And this movie did star uh, Felicity Jones as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Arnie Hammer as her husband, uh, Justin Theroux, Kathy Bates. Uh, so it had a high profile cast, but Overall, and if you've seen the RBG movie last year, the documentary, you can definitely skip this. This movie, I think, is the best way to describe it is it was forgettable. There are some moments um, where, you know, they really get into things, but overall, it's still a small portion of her life, and it's very, um, I guess, dramatic in some scenes. Phil um, C. Jones did a fine job. Army Hammer did a fine job. Everyone did a good job, but again, it's it's one of those. And you know, I say this is an airplane movie, and this is an airplane movie uh, if you really want to see it, because even then, you're going to watch it, and a couple hours later, you're going to forget all about it. So um, definitely a miss. But if you do want to learn more about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, definitely see the documentary that came out earlier this year. I think it's also Oscar nominated. So um, definitely learn more about her. Cool. I actually didn't see any movies. I'm here to talk about uh, what's streaming uh, because I've been uh, drowning myself in uh, streaming content. So on Netflix, uh, I started watching You, which is pretty interesting and creepy at the same time. It's about a um, stalker, but a modern-day stalker because he uses uh, social media and all the technology the day to follow around his subject. Um, definitely check that out. You'll think about your own cyber safety a little bit differently. Trust me. Uh, 
It'll have you shook a little bit. Check it out. It's called You. I'm streaming on Netflix. For my uh, people that are into anime, uh, there is a new original uh, Netflix anime cartoon release called Baki. Uh, just heads up, it's extremely violent because it's about uh, kung fu and various kung fu styles. And Baki is the main character who is the ultimate fighter, which other previous ultimate fighters are coming to challenge him to test his will. It's very, very good. Um, it, it leaves you on a serious cliffhanger, as most of them do, and has you waiting uh, for the next season with great anticipation. So I absorbed it really quickly, so I'm already ready, ready for part two, the next season. Uh, nice. I said Bundy tapes. Oh, I, like, I, I think that something's wrong with me because I have an effect with the serial killers. It's something about them <laughs> that just interests me so much. I need to understand why they do the things that they do. I want to just sit and interview and talk to them for hours and hours and find out why are you so crazy. Uh, Ted Bundy was by far the craziest. Um, I, I, I'm going to leak a little bit. I had no idea because this goes really in-depth, and it's in his own voice. These are tapes that they used when they were interviewing him. They're just playing them back for uh, the documentary, and they're showing you uh, stock photos of various things that happened during that time frame. I had no idea that this man broke out of prison and out of jail three times. Three times. And each time that he broke out, he went on killing sprees, killing even more people. It's unbelievable. Definitely check that out. You'll be in disbelief after watching it. Um, the new... Uh, Netflix original film, uh, Black Earth Rising. Great, and it's in time for Black History Month. It's a coming of age and awareness and becoming woke uh, storyline. Definitely check that out. It's very empowering and uplifting. And Fire, which is a documentary uh, about a concert that was supposed to happen in the islands that a Yankee promoter uh, really gypped a whole lot of people out of money using uh, certain celebrity names saying that they were going to perform at this uh, concert on the island. It was almost kind of, say it was like your Coachella, but it was going to be like on an island, on a destination. And the promoter basically swindled everyone out of their money. It's a really good story, and you'll be amazed about how it unfolds. So it's called Fire, F-Y-R-E. Check that out. Um, Killer Mike has a new series on Netflix. It's called Trigger Warning. Killer Mike is like one of my favorite uh, people <laughs> in the world. He is a straight shooter. He doesn't hold anything back. And his opinions are normally on point with um, society and how we are in society with each other. And he is about um, empowerment of people, especially people of African-American descent. Uh, check it out. Um, I think that uh, a lot of people will like it. Uh, Killer Mike is, is, is liked across the board just because he's so frank and in your face and he, he tells it like it is. I appreciate that from him. And that the show is definitely worth watching. Um, my Amazon Prime people, uh, Hannah is coming. Uh, that's going to be their next blockbuster series. They leaked the first episode. That I don't think the series starts until the end of the month. Uh, but they let the first episode leak and I watched it, and it just has me even hooked even more. I shouldn't have watched it. I should have waited. Um, <laughs> another 
uh, episode of um, another series, excuse me, called Forever, starring Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen. Um, it's a comedy. Uh, I don't want to give away what it's about because part of the journey is figuring out what's happening in the show as you watch it, but it is hilarious. Uh, you don't remember Maya Rudolph. She's from um, uh, uh, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. She was the bride in Bridesmaids. And Fred Armisen is, what was that show that he had on that was on for years? Um, Portlandia. There it is. Yep. And he's hilarious, too. He was also on Saturday Night Live. Um, Michael Moore's um, answer to Fahrenheit 9-11 is on Amazon Prime now as well. It's called Fahrenheit 11-9. If you choose to watch this movie, I'm letting you know straight up you're going to be upset, especially if you care about human beings and you care about people because he dives headfirst into the government treatment of people, and when he gets to the part about Flint, Michigan, my head wanted to explode. So I'm just warning people, if you don't want to be upset, don't watch this movie, because it's going to make you upset with the government and the way that they operate. Michael Moore always does an excellent job with his exposés, and it doesn't fail in this movie. And um, yeah, check it out. If, if you can handle it, check it out. Um, Another movie is called Loving Pablo with Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. And it is about uh, Pablo Escobar and his relationship with Virginia Vallejo, which is a true story. She was a Colombian uh, news anchor that he fell in love with, and she became semi-entangled in his his business dealings. And then he turned on her, and he was trying to assassinate her because she knew too much. And then she had the access to um, America, actually the world, and the DEA basically coined her for information, and he found out, so then he put a price on her head. It's very interesting how love can turn, you know, the thin line between love and hate. Really, really good. And they do an excellent job on the acting. I'm surprised this wasn't uh, talked about more, because this is a very dramatic movie, and it's based on real events. Check it out. And upcoming Man. movies in the theater, uh, The Prodigy, um, which comes out Friday, which is a horror movie. You love, I love my horror movies. And I keep hearing great things about The Upside with Kevin Hart and um, Brian Cranston. I keep hearing great things yeah. about it. So I, think I, I keep hearing out. things about it. Um, wow. So you saw all those Netflix and uh, streaming things within the last week? Oh, well, no, I've been on some of them before. Okay. Like you, you, I started before. Uh, okay. The uh, anime stuff I cleared this weekend. So when I really like something, Adam, I like absorb it like really quickly. Yeah, I could tell, man. I was like, you really went all out. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty that's pretty impressive. Um, have you yeah. seen Russian Doll, that new one that just came out? No, I, I did see that this weekend. It, it jumped on my radar this weekend, but I was already on my other thing, so. That'll probably be okay. this week. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, let me know how it is because it looks pretty funny. So, uh, and yeah. I do want to see a lot of those those streaming things you recommended. So, um, I'm excited. All right. Anything else? 
Uh, no, besides uh, the only other movie coming out this weekend that I want to see is the Lego movie too, the second part, which should be good for a good amount of laughs at, at the very least. Okay. All right, guys. Well, as always, thank you for letting us uh, letting us know what to save our money, spend our money on, and what not to. Have a great week, okay? Absolutely. Thanks. All right. Right back after this. It's your only option Show them how to go, girl Cause you do it flawless She be like He be like My haters be like Rip your town tonight And we on Show them how it's done When your back is in the corner Bet your dream is number one She be like He be like I be like Yeah, 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 yeah this anthem all proper. proper From poverty proper. I still finish college. college Do it all, keep my face Stay shiny cause your boy right here Is a soldier Back to the music Telling you why I do it For my brother, his daughter My dreams stick to it I lost a few on the way Miss them all the time But I keep the memories alive On the music Thought I wouldn't do it I thought I couldn't do it Thought I wouldn't do it, thought I couldn't do it, thought I wouldn't do it, and I couldn't do it. Watch me do it, do it, do it. Show them how to move like it's your only option. Show them how to go, girl, cause you do it flawless. She be like, he be like, my haters be like, rep your town tonight. And we only show them how it's done when your back is in the corner, but your dream is number one. She be like, he be like, I be like, yeah, 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 yeah. People telling me you only get better, so don't stop, bruh. You deserve to win for sure. Got a dollar and a dream, and no honey guarantees I'm gonna make it out this life. That's cool with me, trust in my faith and my belief. Music therapy, so. Be the man, yeah, yeah. They thought yeah. I wouldn't do it, thought I couldn't do it, thought I wouldn't do it, thought I couldn't do it, thought I wouldn't do it, and I couldn't do it. Watch me do it, do it, do it. Show them how to move like it's your only option. Show them how to go, girl, cause you do it flawless. She be like, he be like, my hitters be like, rep your tongue. Had a goal to set, I had a name to get I turned pain to strength, I gave fame a grip I changed lanes to gain and my apes to live Had to show them how, call this tutorial Make history, this historical Nigga Satan, that's just adorable Went from poor and that shit's affordable All I need is my team now, my, more trees, more lean now I'm heating up, I got 
I scheme now. This real shit, it ain't a dream now. I moved up and got paid quick. Y-H-O, I stayed with. And this here look beautiful like the baddest bitches I laid with. They thought I wouldn't do it. Thought, thought, thought that I would quit. Can't take no losses, I'm a boss. Tell all y'all bosses I'm the shit. Y'all boys so up, but I'm a hit. Got no time to talk, I'm getting rich. Can't hear y'all talking like I'm deaf. And I kill no coffin with the shit. Show Why? Them how to move like it's your only option. Show them how to go, girl. Cause you do it flawless. She be like, he be like, my haters be like, rep your town tonight. And we on. Show them how it's done. When your back is in the corner, but your dream is number one. She be like, he be like, I be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Heavenly from Bravo TV's Marriage and Medicine, and you are listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Janelle, how's it going? Great. Stephen, how are you? Been good, been good. You know, we got to catch up with everybody last week, but I know you, you were very busy. So how was your break, and how's the family? How's everything going? Everything's going really, really well. Um, the break wasn't as much of a break as I would, would <laughs> like for it to be, but it was, it was okay. It was uh-huh. a break. It was All right. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Well, Happy New Year. I know it's, you know, in February now, but I hadn't talked to you, so. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Uh, New Year. Happy New Year. How's everything going with you? I can't complain. I can't complain. You know, 2019, I'm anticipating some good things. So, you know, just keeping those positive vibes. Now, I'll ask you. All right. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I'll ask you about this. I know you're here in Atlanta. Did you, what were your thoughts on the whole Super Bowl traffic and everything? Were you impacted? You mean... I, I was not impacted at all because um, I work on the edge of downtown, so oh, okay. I wasn't impacted by that traffic at all. Thankfully, good. Um, so I just need to knock. I need to knock on wood, and I did not come back down here at all once I left. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to knock on wood and just hope that I'm never impacted by the traffic that everyone else was. Impacted oh my by. gosh! Yes, it was crazy. It yeah. was crazy. Okay. Well, yeah. So did you get into anything? I did actually. I, I um. Saturday, I went downtown and, you know, they had a free concert stuff. I didn't go on the concert because they stopped letting people in. Oh, okay. But but I was um just down there with the whole spectacle and there were a lot of people and everything. It was cool. I didn't, we didn't stay long. I just, just okay. yeah, but it was cool. It was cool. Yep, yep. Well, they got some great things for us. New Year. So go ahead and take it away. I do. I do. Um, First, I wanted to start off with the limited. Everybody knows that Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Yes, it is. So... You know, you can you can use some of these sales for some of your Valentine's Day gifts. Um, so I'm going to start off with the limited. They're having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 50% off of all of their new arrivals. And, of course, they're clearing away for spring stuff, so just keep that in mind. Uh, get 50% off of all of their new arrivals, plus you can get up to 50% off of their shoes. Plus you can get... Uh, clearance items starting at just seven ninety nine, so that's a steal. Um, the Gap is also having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get up to fifty percent off of the entire site or the store, um, depending on how you shop. Um, plus, you can get an extra twenty percent off of your purchase with code Stay Warm. True Religion is having a sale. Um, this is 
I always mention true. Oh, I try to mention true religion every once in a while because this is my husband's like one of his favorite pairs of jeans. So <laughs> uh, true religion. Uh, they're having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get an extra forty percent off of all of their mark gowns. Uh, plus, you can get designer tees starting at just twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, Banana Republic is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get an extra 60% off of their clearance items, which is also a, a huge deal. Um, plus, you can get 50% uh, off of regular price styles. Um, the Saks Fifth Avenue office is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get up to 80% off of your purchase during their 48-hour flash sale. Uh, the Express is also having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get an extra 50% off of their clearance items. Shop J. Crew and get 25% off of select tops. Uh, this is an on online-only sale, so you have to use code SHOPTOPS at checkout. Um, Neiman Marcus Last Call is having a sale. I actually have a couple of things in my cart right now. Uh, Neiman Marcus <laughs> Last Call. Uh, if you shop there right now, you can get up to 65% off of your purchase. Plus, you can get free shipping on orders of $99 or more, which is easy to do at Neiman Market Last Call. Uh, Old Navy is also having a sale, and if you shop there now, uh, you can get 30% off of um, everything online, or you can get 20% off of everything in the store. And if you're shopping online, you have to use code HURRY at checkout. And uh, last but not least, um, Shutterfly.com is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get up to 50% off of everything on their online store uh, from the online store plus you can get an extra 20% off of uh, select purchases with uh, I'm sorry off of your purchase with code extra 20 at checkout nice nice and they can find all this at budgetshopaholic.com correct they surely can alright well thank you for always letting us know where to save our money and how to look good doing it <laughs> have, <My a> pleasure. <laughs> have a great week Okay, you too, Steven. I'll okay. talk to you later. All right. Right back after this. Why you keep, why you keep loving me wrong? I'm tired, I'm tired, and I'm moving on. You feel me, you feel me? No, I'm like a bum. Stop loving me, loving me, loving me wrong. Why you keep, why you keep loving me wrong? I'm tired, I'm tired, and I'm moving on. You feel me, you feel me? Like a bomb, stop loving me, loving me, loving me. I was with you, but living a lie. I was giving you, giving you life. You were loving me wrong for a while. You were cheating, but standing in denial. You're loving me wrong, you're loving me fake. Stop filling my head and filling my tank. Ain't I was so dumb to stay in the Cause I was so lost and stuck in your maze Stuck in the sex, was stuck in the love I let you dishonor my name and my love I let you dishonor my pride like a fool Denying myself just so I could choose you I was with you but living a lie I was giving you, giving you life Stop loving me, 
Stop loving me, loving me, loving me wrong. You were fake and foul when we stood out. I can, I will, I won't allow you to change my soul or change my sound. So carry the bed that you slept around. You crept around when there's no doubt. STDs distributed out. You sold me a novel, then wrote me out. I cannot, I will not, I won't allow. Why you keep, why you keep, why you keep, why you keep loving me wrong? I'm tired, I'm tired, so I'm moving on. You feel me, you feel me? No, I'm like a bomb. Stop loving me, loving me, loving me wrong. Why you keep, why you keep loving me fake? I've been wrote you off, you're fucking replaced. And this is the end of the song for the fake. Stop loving the ones who will love me. I was with you, but living in lie. This is Robin Dixon from The Real Housewives of Potomac, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. Aaron Cosby, how's it going? Stephen Knight, Stephen Knight, what's up, man? I cannot complain, cannot complain. How, how was your weekend? Oh, I was boring. <laughs> it was boring. Why well, was it boring? Just was. <laughs> I had to watch. Well, I had to stomach. You know, since I'm the sports guy, I had to stomach through that. Whatever I I, I watched yesterday, I don't know what, that, <laughs> what what that was. That was just, bruh. I could have knitted a sweater. <laughs> watch paint dry again. I could have watched paint dry. I could have watched water evaporate. I could have watched some water boil. I could have boiled some eggs. I mean, anything. Then watch that. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I'm sorry. Yes, I cursed. Hey, whatever. <laughs> it was. It was. It was whack. All right. It was beyond whack. Yeah. So yeah. let's just get right into it. Um. Well, did you watch it since you're in Atlanta? I did not watch it. I was going to watch it actually. I was actually finding somewhere to go watch it, and then I saw everyone posting, uh, protesting the NFL. Or the game, yeah. and then I. Yeah. But what really moved me? This girl posted this. Uh, it was like a press conference. It was like I guess from last year, year before. Colin Kaepernick, you know, talking about why he took the knee and what you know he was defending, uh, why he protested the way he did. And I said, you know, I'm not gonna watch this game. So all I did see, I watched the national anthem on YouTube, and then I did watch the mm-hmm. halftime show to see because there had been so much conversation about should you perform, should you not perform, and someone even said, well, you know, I think. Until I make a judgment about it, I'm gonna see what kind of message they put out there. They like they said someone could they can come out there and have a Black Lives Matter shirt on. You just don't know. But yeah, so that was the most. And I did like uh, Chloe and her sister, the two sisters. They sang um, I think America the Beautiful or something like that. They did really good. Too. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't see the part. Those are the um, twins that are on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grownish. Yeah, the the Grownish twins. Okay, uh-huh. all right, cool. So they can. So they. They sing. Oh yeah, they sing really well. They're under Beyonce's oh, label. Oh nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to I have to um, watch them on um, YouTube or something. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, um, it was. I feel bad for the city of of Atlanta because it seems like every time they host this a um, Super Bowl, something negative happens. Like going it, on. It, yeah. It gets distracted by something. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all like. The last time, if you 
remember it was the ice storm yep. and it was cold and people were just like it was just this weird cold streak came to Atlanta during that time and just pretty much froze the yeah. city. It was mm-hmm. it was horrible. All right. And that was back I believe in two thousand and one was when they hosted or it might have been 2000. I think it was two. Anyway, it was a long time ago. Right. So that tells you how long it's been since Atlanta has last had hosted the uh, the, you know, the the Super the Bowl, Super Bowl mm-hmm. last. So mm-hmm. it was a long time. It was some issues again. Whatever people didn't think maybe with Atlanta it was some issues. Weather, whatever. All right. Fast forward to now, new stadium, new energy. You know, okay. Atlanta is now the mecca. It's it's like the Hollywood of the of the East Coast. Like it's you know it's it's got all this energy, right? Mm-hmm. And then we get this this game, the 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 controversy with the Kaepernick situation and the kneeling, and now with the Rams and it's, it should have been the Saints and all right, my. In my opinion, it should have been the Saints. I wanted it to be the Saints. Yeah. I said it last time that we talked. I said, I told y'all it should have been Saints and Patriots. Yep. Drew, 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 I'm telling you, Drew Brees and the Saints would not have scored three points. Right. <laughs> Score was 13 to 3. <laughs> 13 to 3. Uh-huh. They would have, if they could have helped the Patriots with just 13, oh, the Saints would have, man. And I'm not even a Saints fan. Uh, I'm not, but I just know good. Like that would have been, been good. Yeah, and the ratings would have. I think that the ratings would have, would have, would have been, been better, strong. Oh yeah, because the ratings for um this game were down. Like, yeah, this is the work. This is the lowest since 2007. Yeah, so NFL, uh, you, you effed up when y'all didn't do right by the Saints, man. Like that, hey. Karma. I don't know who, why they thought that the that the Rams would have been a better if if they're trying to rig stuff. I'm not saying don't rig, but to me it seemed like they that that was rigged. It seemed mm-hmm. like that was just a blatant rig thing. So if you wanted the the Rams and the Patriots, that tells me that you just wanted Tom Brady just to get this six ring and just be easy because this was easy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Too this, easy. This was. I mean, this was. I mean, this was. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but I just uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was, the NFL needs to get their act together. Yeah, they, for sure. They really, like, this this was horrible. This was really horrible. They need to get their stuff together. I agree. Um, did you go to any 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 parties? Events. Yeah, so Saturday, a friend of mine called me up and was like, invited me to come hang out with some of his friends. And so we went okay. to the middle of it all. Um, they had a free concerts and everything. Um, but when we got there, because we had got, you know, we got food and all that kind of stuff. But once we got down there, it was so many people, they couldn't let anyone else in the park because, you know, I guess for security reasons. And so, um, but I mean, just a spectacle. I mean, they had so much going on. It was nice. You know, it was, it was nice weather because it had been freezing all last week. But this weekend it was really nice weather. And um, yeah, I mean, it was it was cool. And then after the game yesterday, um, I went to uh, 
um, after party kind of thing. But it was it was it was like low key at someone's house. But it was like maybe like six people. It wasn't like a big thing. So yeah, that was extended. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the event at the park. Which park was it? It was Piedmont Park. Park. Oh, it was Piedmont Park. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. And those people who are not familiar with Atlanta, I will explain to you what Piedmont Park is. Piedmont Park is the equivalent of, I would say, Central Park in New York. It's Atlanta's version of, of Central Park. It's in Midtown. Atlanta, as mm-hmm. is Central Park is in Midtown, man, Manhattan. Um, it's the best park in the. I mean, it's just. I'm. I just love. I mean, Piedmont Park is everything. Like it's, yeah. it's it's a fun. It's it's really fun. It's 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 just a cool cool place. Um, fam, family friendly. It's just full of energy. It's just everybody's there. Black, white, blue, mm-hmm. green. Yep. Straight. Straight gay in the middle on both sides, all sides. Every you know, it's just everybody. Right, right. It's it's just love. It's just love, and there's always something going on. There's always some kind of event going on there. Exactly. A a lot of um scenes that are filmed um with like movies and television shows that are um, filmed in Atlanta, and you see maybe a scene with like people walking near like a little lake with like the um skyline behind them that's Piedmont Park yeah yep exactly that's Piedmont Park if you see people walking in in a park in Atlanta and you see buildings behind them right there behind them with with the trees and stuff like that and like I said the um the um, little lake that's Piedmont Park it's a beautiful beautiful park all right got that out the way Atlanta Give, give me my check. Right, give me, exactly. Give me, give, me check. <laughs> give, me, give me my check. But yeah, man, that, that's all I got to say about the Super Bowl, man. It was just, it was, it was what I expected. I, right. I, I, I did not think that the Rams were going to keep it. Um, I didn't think that they were going to beat them first off. And I didn't think it was going to be like this high scoring, neck to neck, Tom Brady, last minute uh, other game wins it, and nah, I'm like, no, nah, it's Brady's going to eat. Brady's going to just win. It's it, and it's not going to be close. I was surprised though that it was just three to three for for such a yeah, long time yeah. in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was that was crazy. That was really crazy. Oh, Auntie Gladys. He sounded amazing. Yeah, and she sang it live too. You know, typically they don't sing it live at the Super Bowl, the national anthem. Oh. Which, this was this was Gladys Knight. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, what? Yeah, you she killed it. Record it, lip sync. Oh, nah. If yeah. I'm singing in my hometown, oh no. I'm yeah, but I used to do it because the acoustics be, are so because it's such a big right. uh, arena. But um, right. But yeah, she she sang it live and she killed it. She killed it. She did amazing. Seventy four years old. Yes. Seventy five years old, I think now. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yes. One of the best renditions I've I've ever. I mean, it was just. It just captured you. Like mm-hmm. it, it was, yeah. And she looked amazing. Yeah, she looked great. Yes, yep. Knight looked, I mean, gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yes. Um, what What about the halftime show? Did you see any clips of that? You know, I actually watched the halftime show. I, I, I thought it was, I mean, for a halftime show, it wasn't great. But for a concert, it was good. But I, I, it wasn't, you know, you think of 
Super Bowl halftime show, you're thinking of, you know, them pulling out all the stops and, you know, it's supposed to be huge. And this one didn't really seem huge to me. You know what I mean? It seemed like, oh, it, okay. Yeah. It, but we have to put it in perspective. Considering all the acts that did not want to participate, for them to be able, I mean, it was, I, they did the best that they could. Yeah, it, no, I agree. Was it not very entertaining? No, it wasn't. Um, if I was big boy, I would have sat that one out. My brother, nah, I'm good, man. Right. It, you know, it. it, it, it yep. Yeah, well, it I would have rather seen Outcast do it. it. You know, just have big boy Andre Outcast do it. Maybe bring in a couple of they, you know, crew whatever. And as opposed to it was, it was. It it didn't connect to me. It, right. It, it just didn't. It didn't flow. It didn't flow. And we got to see two two titties. Right. Uh, exactly. <laughs> James Adam. Adam. Yeah. Yeah. We got to see Adam's titties. And but where's that? Where's the outrage over, over that? Exactly. But Miss Jackson, we saw one covered up. Seemed like it was like a pastry. Anyway, one. And, Anyway, I, y'all probably will talk about that later on. I don't know, but anyway, I just that was yeah. Yeah, keep your shirt on. Yeah. Keep keep your shirt on. That's all I got, man. Sports uh-huh. is over. It's and over. The NFL season's over. It's done. It's in the books. Yep. And hopefully, an AFC team next year will please step up, man. Beat the Patriots in a playoff. Somebody, come on. Exactly. I mean, seriously, this is ridiculous. Exactly. I mean. Please give me just one minute just to say this. Okay. All AFC teams, AFC teams, I'm talking to you. Please step the up next season, okay? We are <laughs> tired. Let, let me speak for myself. I am tired of every year the AFC is represented by the Patriots in in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Steven, yep. Hear me out. Just. In the last three years alone, I'm talking about the last three years. I'm not talking about the last 12 to 15. In the last three years alone, the the NFC has had three different teams in the in the, in, in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Falcons that we all okay, um, <laughs> um, the Eagles and the Rams. Yeah, yeah. Against what team? The Patriots. The Patriots and the Patriots. Every year, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. AFC, step up, man. This is y- y'all should be embarrassed, man. Ashamed. This, this is y'all letting a forty-one. He's Brady's. He's great. He's Hall of Fame. I got that. But come on, y'all, step up, man. This, right. This is sick. I agree. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. All right. Well, everyone, as always, thank you for keeping us up to date with everything going in sports. Give me your, your perspective and have a great week. Okay. All right, man. Same to you. All right. Right back after this. I got something that's on my mind. And I ain't trying to waste no time. You got everything I like. Come over here. I want to buy. Girl, you know that you got it right. Girl. I'm the current the rest of the night. Oh, yeah.
me see. Blow them candles up that cake. Take you home and get you right. Girl, you know I'm about that And life. I said, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Girl, keep twerking that back. Turn a nigga on when you do it like that. You making that thing through the thunderclap. Got me thinking, thinking, thinking about your phone in your back. And I said, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Come on, girl, let's make a movie. Make a movie. I'll sit back and watch it do it. Take your time, girl, don't be shy. We gon' make it hit tonight. Girl, you know that you got it right. Girl, I'm the current the rest tonight. Got the dance, let me see. Blow them candles off that cake. Take you home and get you right. Girl, you know I'm about to lie. Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Special shout out to jo- Awesome Miss JL for joining us tonight and continued success to him. Listen, everyone have a great week and we'll see you next Monday. Peace and good night. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. 
It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com.